Welcome to The Digital Divide with me, Linda Antonetti, where we are bridging the gap between social media and connecting with classic communication skills. I am going to continue this season discussing the development of communication in children. And today we are going to cover the ages from birth to six months. And while you may be saying to yourself, but wait, babies don't talk. They don't say anything. How are we going to review their communication skills? Well, even though when babies are born, they can't talk, they are still trying to communicate with those around them. This is a time when they not only discover their own voices, they also discover the voices of others. Okay, communication with your baby, even at that young age of zero to six months, is a two-way street, even before they learn to talk. So you want to be aware of what they are doing developmentally. There is a reason for those things, those skills that they develop from zero to six months. And we will review that. So I want you to know this podcast topic is not to diagnose children. It's to give you an idea about what to expect, what milestones you should look for your children to reach. Every child varies in their development, and there is a wide range of normal. So if you are concerned for any reason, always, always, always seek help. You are their parents, and you know your child best. This is just a podcast to inform you on what it is that they are doing, what are the developmental norms, and what should be your expectations at what age range. And of course, again, I say every child varies in their development and there is a wide range of normal. Okay. This is just used as a guideline. So even in the first six months, there are so many things that they are doing. And actually it's the first three years that are critical for development. And it follows a natural progression. So once again, we are going to review zero to six months, what you should be expecting, how you can help in your child's speech, language, and social development, and what are some red flags that you should be looking for. So in the first month, some of the things that you might be seeing, they'll respond to your voice. You'll see small cooing sounds or hear small cooing sounds actually. You might see them smile or gazes and crying, but their crying sounds the same. So they don't have different cries for different needs at this time. At two months, they discover that they have a voice, right? They hear their own cooing, cooing sounds and their sounds are usually just vowels like ah and ooh. They may smile back when smiled at and they look at pa- a parent's face when they talk to them. At three months, they may start to laugh. They start to develop different cries for different needs, a wet diaper, hungry, being tired, things like that. And they'll start to make cooing sounds back at someone who's talking to them, almost like a conversation, which is really important for social development as well. And In four months, they'll be making changes with their mouth shape to modify their sounds. They'll realize that they're able to control these sounds with their tongue and their lips. 
and babbling begins, and they start to laugh out loud. At five months, their babbles start to develop even more. Rather than just a vowel sound, it'll become a consonant vowel sound. So you might hear ba ba ba, ma ma ma, da da da. And then they also try to imitate sounds that they hear. They'll also be interested in the sounds that others make. So they'll be paying attention to the sounds of others. And at six months, the sounds they make become more varied. You will hear them playing with different volumes and different pitches. You'll see them using their lips and tongue more to make different sounds. And they'll start even talking to toys. Like I said, even though they can't talk, they are still trying to communicate from the very beginning through their cries, through their coos, even their facial expressions and their body language, which is so important to communication. And they learn by watching and listening to those around them. And it helps them to develop their communication if you talk to them and while you interact with them. Now, how should you talk to your baby when um, they're cooing or crying or even when you're talking about things that you're doing? I've heard different perspectives on this. I've heard of parents more recently using more adult speech when they're talking to their child. So I'm old school, but I've actually have done a little bit of research on this. And when I was going to school, I learned a thing called mother ease. And that's when you talk in almost like a melodic voice using various pitches while you're speaking to your child. So for example, when you're bathing your child, you'll say, oh, it's time for a bath today. Are you ready to take your bath? And let's do the little bubbles. Oh, look at your little tootsies. Oh, and you'll kiss their little feet. And you'll use almost like a sing-song way of speaking. And some parents today have trouble with this. They think it's just baby talk. But actually, they found that your child will develop language with more ease. And it's because you're using a slower, more varied pitch when you're talking to your baby. And they prefer to listen to it. They also pay attention longer. They pay attention more with higher pitch and varied pitch ranges. It allows certain words to stand out to them. It makes it easier for them to pick out smaller chunks of language and it helps them in language processing. So mother ease is a way in helping your child learn language. And again, they prefer it over adult speech. And I try to compare this in my head to when you're listening to a presenter. And if that presenter is boring, you're not really paying attention to what they're saying. And you're not grasping and processing or understanding what the speaker is saying if they're just using a monotone voice, right? You're not interested in that. So I think I can compare it that way for a child. When you use mother ease, it makes it more interesting to them. It actually, you're using a more encouraging tone to them as well. And that's why it's helping them to pay attention when you're using that sing-songy type of rhythm and that varied pitch. So it actually helps in the language 
process for your child and it helps in their development. So it is a great thing to use mother ease to help your child learn language. So even this early in their development, communication with your baby is a two-way street, even before they learn how to talk. So what are some other things that you can be doing to help encourage your child's speech, language, and social communication skills? In general, you want to make sure you're talking back to them when they are quote unquote talking to you. It lets them know you're listening to them. You can mimic their sounds to encourage them to make more sounds, right? Remember, You are their speech, language, and social skills example. You are going to be their communication model. So you want to talk to your baby. You want to hum to your baby, sing nursery rhymes and songs. Rhythm helps language learning. It also helps their listening skills. Read stories to them, even at this early age. You can read simple stories. I know that one of our simple stories was Good Night Moon that was huge, which is just basic language that is repetitive and really helps them to grasp the words that you are saying with understanding. So it helps them to develop language. You can play games like peekaboo and imitating your baby sounds. Again, mimicking their sounds encourages them to make more sounds, okay? Talk about what you're doing while you're with your baby. If you're giving them a bath or during mealtime or getting them dressed or even changing their diaper, talk about what it is that you're doing. Oh, we're going in the water. We got to get the soap. Now we got to wash your hair, wash your hair, wash your hair, things like that. That helps them to connect the actions with the words, okay? While they might not be talking, they are starting to understand words and the words that go with different objects and different activities. So if you're talking while you're doing it, it's connecting that nonverbal with the verbal, okay? Remember, I've always said nonverbal communication is always so important, even at this age, facial expressions, body gestures, it's all important and it helps them to learn and understand the words that you are using. Call them by their name. Make sure they can see your face when you are talking. Again, it helps when you have those facial expressions going along with the words that you're saying. When a baby is cooing or crying or babbling, Talk out loud about what you think they're trying to tell you. Are you hungry? Oh, I think you're tired. Oh, you might need a change. Things like that. They're connecting what you're saying with the action. And it's helping them to learn language so that they can use it. So remember in my previous episode, I spoke that there is receptive language and expressive language. Well, in order for us to use language, we have to first understand it. We first have to develop our receptive language. And that's what you want to do with your child. You're helping them build up their understanding of what it is that you are saying and doing. And that encourages them to want to communicate and interact with you even more. So I want you to take notice of some of the things that I said to help encourage your child's 
speech, language, and social skills. At this stage, they all kind of meld together. I never once said anything about technology. And where technology does have its place in helping the education process, it never ever takes the place of another human. So remember that. I, I'm not saying I'm free from using technology at all. I used to have baby Einstein videos um, on for my children or educational toys. Just remember that technology cannot ever replace you as a parent and the value and influence you have on your baby's development. So for the first six months of life, here are some red flags. Again, there is a wide range of what normal is, but if this is something that you're concerned about, have it checked into. So here are some red flags that you might want to be aware of. If your child does not laugh or squeal, does not look toward new sounds, or they don't respond to noises, right? That's important because you want to make sure that their hearing is okay. Because if they're having ear infections or hearing problems, that is definitely going to impact their speech, language, and social development. And the earlier that you can find that out, the better. So again, that you want to make sure they're responding to noises. If they're not, be aware of that. If they don't smile at your voice or show affection, those are just some of the things that you should be aware of within those first six months. Again, I can't repeat this enough. There is a wide range of normal. If it is something that you are concerned about, then seek help, okay? And remember, Don't drive yourself crazy either. Just be aware of this. Every child varies in their development and there is a wide range of what is considered normal development. But just be aware so that if you have some concerns, you can address them as early as possible. Here you go with your tips on speech and language development and social skills for zero to six months. Join me again next week where we are going to continue this topic of speech, language, and social skills development for children, um, reviewing it in six-month increments. So next week, we will be talking about what to expect from six to 12 months And what are some tips that can help you with your child's development, along with what are some red flags that you might want to look at. So remember to join me again here next week on The Digital Divide.